Oh, I know. I'm gonna have to like close this window because she has been barking lately. <laughs> I hear her in our. I'm sorry. I walked away. Uh, <laughs> just screaming into the void. <laughs> she looked at me like mama as I I closed the curtain in her face. In She's like, excuse me, madam. Excuse me, madam. Um. Okay. Sorry. That was. I, I know. I just walked away and I'm just screaming and then I brushed my boot on the mic. Um. But this morning I wanted to be like. Hello and welcome to Girls Who Came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, <clears throat> review, and share other fun things related to this show. I'm Leslie. And I'm Aaron. <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry. God, did you hear me clear my throat twice just then? Yes. Shit. <laughs> I turned away. I got a phlegm, I'm like sure right in fine. my, like right in my throat. <laughs> when you started the ten throat. seconds of silent, I was like, "No, <laughs> so dramatic." I'm sorry. How you How you guys doing? How y'all doing? We're back. We missed you. Oh gosh, and each other. Poof, we did. I felt like I was like screaming into Leslie's ear when we started talking, <laughs> and um, I was kind of like, I asked her. Like, do I have everything ready? Because <laughs> I did not feel prepared. I was like, I don't even know. Um, yeah, we missed you guys. Yeah, we did. But it was worth it for your good weekend there, Leslie. Oh wait, we we, we didn't record because you were sick. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but also, yeah, I'm really excited that you have a lot to talk about. Yeah. From this weekend. Uh, should we talk? Should, you... should we start with our moments or holidays? Let's do holidays first, so we don't forget about. Okay. Them. Yeah, good point. So we picked two today that um, just go very well together. Um, yeah. Well, I think so. Yeah. It's National <laughs> Cook a Sweet Potato Day. Yes. And also National Margarita Day. But I oh. would add National Margarita Bye Day. If you don't know who she is, she's an <laughs> Italian actress and she's pretty amazing. And she has movies on Netflix and you should look her up. I laughed this time because you actually said it. <laughs> I uh insight into our conversation before recording is that like Leslie often says and knows people I don't know, but I appreciate her. So she said this before and I just well A, the first time I wasn't even paying attention because I got a pop-up that threw me off. The second time I was just, just like staring blank face but delighted. <laughs> I, I was waiting I was on like, a laugh and I was like, oh. <laughs> It was literally crooked. <laughs> I'm sorry that well, we wanted to recreate it for you guys, but this time I laughed because I was just living what happened before in my head. It's okay. I'll put it in the in the bookends. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Please put crickets in because you've yeah. been having fun with like some. Oh, crickets. That's lately. a good idea. Right I remember when like we worked at the theater and Alex had crickets like a cricket sound effect on his phone. On his phone. Yep. And he would just play when people <laughs> said stuff. That was so funny and salty. Yep. <laughs> but it was, but like, it was delighted crickets. It oh, yeah. Like, like, literally my little happy face with like my mouth open. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm happy you said it. It's so strange. Oh, man. <clears throat> um, yeah. Oh, also, sweet potatoes and black beans are a very good uh, combo for uh fake mexican food 
by the way. Uh, I've had, like, sweet potato, black bean, like, tacos. Um, I'm sure it'd be good on, like, nachos, too. People who eat cheese eat eat it with, like, queso fresco and stuff. That sounds delightful. um, That's why I was like, those go together, because margaritas are also Mexican. We go together like what? Sorry. Ooh, no, I thought that was going to keep going. I was excited. (laughs) I, like, I haven't had enough alcohol for that yet. Musical number. Womp womp. Um, yay, exciting. So you guys should like bake a sweet potato. We were talking about just throwing it in the microwave. Yeah, which just I've done. throw it in the microwave. Another and... good thing. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Another fun thing I did recently mm-hmm. is my friend made some very spicy um, applesauce, like with a lot of like cloves and cinnamon and stuff. Ooh. And I cooked sweet potato. I cooked it like I threw it in the microwave, and then I put the applesauce on it, and then put it back in the microwave. Oh, it was so good! <laughs> I was like, yeah. I, it, was, it was like that mixture, like sweet potato and apples and spice. It was <clears> so good. I may make that friend make me some more applesauce because <laughs> yeah. it was really yummy. But um. Yeah, sweet potatoes. But yeah, so throw sweet potatoes in the microwave, fix you a margarita, and look up Margarita Buy on Netflix. Boom. There you go. Done. Everything. Do you want to talk about your sugar breaking moment first? Sure. Sorry, it's a Mm -hmm. a little long this week, but... um, That's why I want you to go ahead. Huh? I'm excited. I'm excited about that. That's (laughs) why I want you to go first. So I went down to Georgia this weekend. Um, Hopefully y'all follow us on Instagram. You saw the one terrible picture I took from the back (laughs) seat. You were driving, like, you know. And I, like, we we had been stopped in South Carolina for, like, an hour and a half. Oof. And we finally, like, we were at a little stoplight, and I was able to get the sign in, so that was the best I could do. But my cousin, who lives in South Georgia, uh, got married this weekend. And um, luckily. Sorry, I was um, drinking. hmm? Oh, that's okay. Like, uh, we went to her older brother's wedding a couple years ago, and my head was not happy. Luckily, I didn't have the same troubles this trip. Was that and, the same time of year? Hmm? Was it, Do what? Was it February? When did he get married? September before this past one. Ah, so like okay. a year and a few months. Okay. And uh, so we had fun. It was outdoor wedding, um, mm-hmm. which it, it is like Georgia, 70. but still it's February. That was ambitious, but it was beautiful. Yeah. It was like yeah. 65, 66 degrees. It had rained in the morning, but the sun came out. So it was beautiful for their wedding. And they got married at, I think a friend of hers like family house they have money they have lots and lots of money that place was beautiful yeah and so um you know I had texted you and I had like a couple moments where I was Mm -hmm. like not that I wasn't feeling it because like I love this family and I never get to see because there's four kids and my aunt and her husband and I love them to death and like only get to see them maybe once a year my oldest cousin I actually have not seen since his wedding, and I didn't get to talk to him at his wedding because he was oh. getting married. Oh, of course. So we got we got to have really long conversations about books and movies and music and everything else, and that was really fun because he yeah. is really smart, like really, really smart. And uh, his wife is delightful. But at the – so I was kind of having like a couple – you know, like it's not always like the – most fun in the world to go to a wedding by yourself you know oh like it's not yes. bad I mean, you still have fun especially if your friends are there your family and stuff but like yeah it kind of seems like everyone's paired up and all that stuff and it's like I a know. wedding and and you and I are each other's plus one so yeah like, this is sad. like I was real far away from you yeah so I kind of had like a couple moments on the <clears> way down <throat> and then you know got distracted and hanging out with family and stuff but um mm-hmm. at the reception it was kind of like you know what Maybe one day down the road, 
like things will be different and I won't be at a wedding alone, whatever. And mm-hmm. yeah. that's cool. But right now I am and I'm surrounded yes. by this family that I love and I'm in a unique position because I don't have to worry about my plus one and making sure that they're having fun or comfortable or whatever. Like I can just hang out with my family and do whatever I want, yeah. drink as much as I want. Well, within reason, cause we had to drive in the car for about seven and a half hours the next day. But oh, yeah. within reason, you you still did though. You still definitely partied. I did. I drank more than I have had at in a long time. I should have been. Which you do at weddings? You did at Emma and Grunkies too. Yeah, like it was. That was. I was so excited because I hadn't seen that <laughs> that Leslie in a while. It was really fun. Yeah, it's it's because cool, I was driving too. Yeah, so I could drink whatever. Um, yeah. so I took advantage of that, and uh, I'd had a few beers, and I came back in, and they were playing uh Elvis's. Um, can't help falling in love, which is my mom's favorite song. Oh. And I was like, "What the hell are you doing, mom? This is your favorite song. Why are we not dancing?" So I made my mom dance with me. Oh, you and didn't. Then, wait, I, I don't think you told me that was the song. That makes me so happy. Oh yeah, that's her favorite. song. I know people who literally are married to the kid right now who like fell in love during that song the first night they met. Aw, that's I so know. cute. It's magical. And uh, so, and my grandma is uh, my city. That's Arabic for grandma. She is almost 90, and she's, she's, she's still, still kicking. she's independent. Still kicking. She yeah. doesn't, she doesn't realize how old and feeble she is, which is great, nope. but also she needs more help than she's willing to, like, accept, Aww. so it becomes a problem sometimes. But she yeah. made it down. She made it, it takes, like, eight and a half, nine hours to get Wait, there. Wait, did she drive from... herself? No, my dad drove. Like... Oh, okay, good. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> she can't, she'll say the same thing three different times in a five-minute conversation. Yeah. Um. So you know, I know I don't have. <laughs> That's cute. She does. Actually. She doesn't remember. She'll be holding something in her hand, and two seconds later, she's like, "Leslie, why am I holding this?" Leslie, that's me. That's not even. <laughs> oh, I am like eighty, so I'm always there. <laughs> but yeah, but she's adorable. But I know, like, I don't, I don't have a lot of time left with her, and so it was really great to be able to spend the weekend with her too. And so I, I made her dance with me also, like. Uh, I went over and I was like, you going to dance with me? And she's like, no. I was like, can you stand? And she said, yeah, I think I can stand. I was like, okay, well, if you can stand, then you can dance with me. So oh. I, I helped her stand up and we just sat, like, stood there next to the table, kind of, like, swaying to oh. uh, Landslide by Fleetwood Mac. Which yes. Is awesome. I love that, like, getting the text, you're like, I'm going to get her to dance with me. I'm going to make like, her do it. And then you're like, I did it. It was I landslide. It. I'm like crying over here. Because yeah. like literally this is like the last time I'm ever going to get to dance with her. And I'm like, I'm going to make her do it. Um, Jesus. And. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. I mean. No, none of the rest Just of us are getting married anytime right soon. Like the next cousin down the line is not interested. And her little brother is still in college. And I'm not ever getting married. So there we go. My ass. Um, and then just because I'm a brat, I made my dad dance with me because yes. he, like, he does not dance. He won't no. even dance with my mom at stuff. Like, he didn't dance he with my mom He doesn't enjoy things or have fun. So That's not a thing he does. I played a trick on him <laughs> yes. because uh, I was, when I was little, like, he danced with my mom at their wedding, obviously, and would occasionally, but, like, yeah. nowhere else with no one else. And he yeah. used to own a nightclub. Yes. In Danville. And one night when I was like two, I think, I don't remember this, obviously, but yeah. um, I guess my mom had come down to, to bring him dinner or something maybe. And she had me. Mm-hmm. And of course it was like, you know, five o'clock in the afternoon. So they weren't open yet. Mm-hmm. And he played uh, Percy Sledge when a man loves a woman on their PA. Yeah. And he danced with little two year old me. 
So I went up to the DJs and I was like, so yo, cute. do you take requests? Is that like a well-known like family story? Yes. Oh, cute. And so I was like, do y'all take requests? And they were like, yeah, yeah what do you want to hear? And I told them. And then it started playing. And by this time, I was like maybe five beers in. So I was, I mean, I'm little. It doesn't take yeah, much. No. <laughs> and I was like, I looked at him and I was like, you coming? And he was like, no. I was like, get your ass out of the chair. <laughs> I, I picked it. this. Yes. I asked them to play it. We're going to dance. And mm-hmm. we did. And it was awesome. That makes me so happy. I love it. And then I danced with my niece, of course, who is who will be five. In like two days, three days. Wait, what did y'all dance to? We did the Cupid Shuffle, and oh. I don't know what I we danced to did a couple other fun? things. Huh? Did she have fun? It, it was she her first did. wedding, wasn't it? Did she come? To uh, she went. She went to Philip's wedding, my oldest cousin, oh, okay. but she doesn't okay. remember it. Yeah, of course she's little. Yeah, but yeah, she mm-hmm. had a really good time. She danced with everybody. Oh. It was so cute. God, cute. Man, so, yeah. That was I love it. Moment. What was your favorite That's a fun moment? wedding. <laughs> um, so mine was that I, you know, as little people kind of picked up on, I do a lot of religious stuff in my life because that's kind of what that's I do. Kind of what you do, and uh, kind of what I do. I'm in seminary. I'm a chaplain. Whatever. Uh, so I got a chance to take part in a weekend of uh, day long meditations at a, a Zen Buddhist center, and I've studied. I mean, I study religions, obviously in general and i have studied tibetan buddhism for i think it's like almost 15 years now or something i I know it was 10 a few years ago Mm -hmm. so (laughs) it was something it's more than that now i'd have to do math which i don't feel like doing but uh, so i've studied Mm -hmm. a certain amount of buddhism and i used i actually still am a member of a center in raleigh um but i'd never done anything like this before I think I, I think I have done to like meditation things but not like a whole day mm-hmm. especially not I, I don't think I'd ever do like a week long something or whatever and but a, a man that I know was the teacher and I challenged myself to go do it and I was kind of um it wasn't that I wasn't feeling it <laughs> You know, uh, it was just weird because I, I didn't talk to you this, this entire day. So it's kind of weird. Right. I wasn't really, I wasn't able to tell you. Uh, and also, wait, this is when you're at the wedding, wasn't it? These are both on the same day, our sugar maker moments, yes. aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yes, right. Um, so you were like kind of busy with family too. Uh, but then like I like didn't, my phone wasn't even on until I left the center. So um, there are a lot of things I liked, but I got to always yell to I got to calm down. There are a lot of things I liked, but um I kind of felt like, well, this may not be for me. You know, I've I've meditated for years and years, but Mm -hmm. I I don't really feel there's a lot of stuff that happens um, in religion that kind of takes me away from feeling spiritual. It's very human. Like some people really, really love ritual. Um, It's in like a lot of a lot of religions it's like very ritualized and I think I I have done like ritual stuff as well but sometimes when I feel almost like too nervous about messing up and this wasn't a reflection of the people who are there necessarily but that's kind of how it feels you know when you're in a foreign environment or a new space or you know you don't really know the rules and everything of where you are um worrying about that stuff kind of makes me feel farther from anything spiritual mm-hmm. you know so I was getting to the point kind of throughout the day that I was like yeah I think not coming back tomorrow would be fine 
you know, like I, mm-hmm. I think that I could use my energy in a different way versus like just sitting here all day, which in one way, I mean, it's kind of like, uh, taking that time for yourself, but then it's also, I think I'm also not that big on like group stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's part of it is that like I'm meditating with a group, which some people love, like kind of like kind of getting to like hive mind and and feeling from each other and being in a nice kind of space where you're all just calm. And it was like in Brooklyn, you know, so it's kind of away from uh, Brooklyn is a bit more in a lot of areas. I I consider it more suburban ish mm-hmm. than Manhattan. You know, um, you see a lot more like Brooklyn and like the Bronx and like Queens, like you'll see a lot more, um, houses, (laughs) you know, and like the streets are different and it's it's a little bit less bustly to me. Um, actually this past time I was feeling like Brooklyn remind me a little bit of Toronto. I don't know why, or a lot of parts of Toronto, but, um, yeah. So I was kind of like, this just isn't really for me. And I felt like, oh, maybe I should challenge myself to do it, you know? And then this thing happened where. Um, I was kind of corrected in one of the procedures. Like I had to go to the bathroom after a meditation session and we're kind of going in between, um, walking meditation and sitting meditations and they're like bells or a little, a little bong sound to kind of uh, indicate what you're, what, that you're like done and you're moving on to the next thing or whatever. How do you go to the bathroom? And also I like wasn't able, I drink a lot. Like, I hydrate a lot. And so I was like, well, I'm not able to go to the bathroom that much. I'm not able to drink in this center, uh, like, in the actual meditation place. So that was kind of awkward and maybe uncomfortable <laughs> to begin mm-hmm. with. I was like, I can't be done with this. I have kidney stuff. I can't have to have water. Um, so eventually I was like, I'm just going to go to the bathroom, whatever. So I go out, and I purposefully, like, wait to the next bong to come in. And I'm, like, sitting there for, like, half an hour mm-hmm. uh, meditating on a cushion right outside the main room. And I was like, okay, I'm going to be really respectful. And I try to be respectful and come back in. And he's like, no, you have to wait for the next session. There was like half an hour left in the day. So it was basically like, I w- yeah, and I'd already sat out for like half an hour. And then I was like, yeah. or I'm just going to go. <laughs> you <laughs> know, I was I'm like, out. or I'm done. I can actually go home and like, it's not dark yet and I can enjoy the day. So God, that was a really long explanation. And I, and actually that guy sent me an email when I, I don't think I told you this part, but he sent me an email after I left because I, I mean, I left early clearly. And I wasn't like in a huff or annoyed or anything. I was just kind of like, nah, I'm just going to go. Cause mm-hmm. I knew, I knew at that point I wasn't coming back the next day. I was like, I just don't need this. I think that I could use my energy, energy elsewhere. And I do like daily meditations anyway. So, um, but, um, he sent me an email when I got home that he that he was hoping he uh, I wasn't feeling unwelcome or that he was too brusque in explaining what he wanted me to do to me and that kind of thing. And I was like, oh like, no, I, I actually thought you're very warm and friendly. It's just I just don't need to. And I was like a visitor there, and I appreciated them allowing me to be a visitor. Um, but I just was felt ready that I was done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically, I try to say it as nice as possible. My actual sugar breaker moment. God, it's so stupid. I explained all that but my actual story back was when I left because it was like 60 like uh, mid 60s and you're supposed to like not listen to music or whatever after you leave to kind of keep that meditative state but I was about to take four trains in between Brooklyn and my home in Manhattan <laughs> there's no way I was not gonna have something in my ears <laughs> you know like I was like no no, mm-hmm. no no and I so I leave the building and I see this car that I took a picture of where it says love is radical and I put on uh, my favorite, like, just playlist on my personal music. And the Beatles, like, all you need is love. 
came on. Oh, yeah. that song got me this weekend too. Did it? Oh, it's so yeah. I know it's it's a it's a song, and like I'm walking down the streets to. I luckily wasn't very far to the to the. I almost said tube stop, like I'm in freaking London. Um, to the subway. <laughs> to the tube. But I, and I was like, I know, I was really sad that there wasn't a bus. It would have taken like eight hours to take a bus home, but I was really sad that there was only trains to take me home because there's such a beautiful golden sunset. Um, going on and it was just kind of mild and there was like this music and I was excited because I was about to go get some food of some sort. <laughs> I was like, I'm hungry. <laughs> and, uh, and I like went to hydrate and eat and just relax and be by myself. And I was like really excited. I was like, that was a good decision to leave early and just kind of scooch out and do something for me instead of uh, being in a room where I'm not necessarily physically or mentally comfortable, which I know that is part of meditation, but I just didn't need it. I just checked in with myself. I was like, nah. So I'm glad that little moment with, with the, all you need is love and seeing the car and like Aww. having everything be golden was pretty cool. It took me a long time to get home. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad I, I'm glad I went ahead because I like had to feed my friend's cat and get and just be home. So yeah. So that's my actual sugar bacon moment is walking in Brooklyn. Walking in Brooklyn. Yeah. Walking in Brooklyn. Which walking I need to do. in Brooklyn. No, doesn't. Doesn't work. Walking in Memphis, is that what yeah. you're doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That can almost work. <laughs> that can almost work. Uh, which I need to do more before I leave. I only have like a few more months in New York, and I, I think I haven't really explored the burrs quite as much. But after I graduate, I'll have like a week or two of nothing. I think I might even mm-hmm. not work. Oh, cool. <laughs> so I can actually do this. Like I graduated on the 19th, and my lease is up at the end of May. So mm-hmm. I may um, just do some shit in that time to, to make sure I get the most out of it. Obviously, I'll be back, but I'm done with New York for now. So, well, not done yet. I mean, that's May. Yeah. I've got, got a lot going on before then. But uh, I think exploring Brooklyn some more would be a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, sorry I was long, everybody. Nope. Mm. <laughs> um, so this week. Yeah, what did we watch this week? This week, uh, well, I guess it actually was, you watched it last week, didn't you? I actually watched it yesterday. Oh my god, good, because <laughs> I, I was actually hoping you would do that, because I'm a little rusty, you know? Because I actually, like, watched it on Tuesday, and I'm like, oh no, that's like a while ago. Um, so this week, we watched season two, episode 15, which first aired January 18th, 1988. That's gotta be some kind of auspicious number. Um, entitled, Oh Brother. And TV Guide description reads... Julia and Suzanne disagree on how to handle the arrival of their half-brother, a recently released mental patient. Wait, that's the episode we watched, right? Yep. Okay. I just had a minute where I was like, uh, am I back? Did we watch this episode? (laughs) Yeah. I was like, that's the episode we watched. Or am I like totally forgetting there's another episode we've seen since then? (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. I even had an iced coffee before doing this, so I have no excuses. Um, Yeah. So, this episode. Yeah, so, and actually, um, the guy who plays Clayton, uh-huh. uh, not an actor. Well, uh, he what? was in, like, a couple of things, but he what? was a comedian. Um, I wondered, because he does Duet? a stand-up at the end. I wondered, yeah. because he does, like, his stand-up at the end. Yeah, his name is Louis Grizzard, and he oh. is from Georgia, and his, like, hmm. whole thing with being a comedian was, like, commentary on the American South. And he even had a column oh. in the uh, Atlanta Journal-Constitution that was, huh. like, long-running. And he was started as, like, a sports writer. 
Mm-hmm. And then, but he enjoyed doing comedy a lot more. Oh, wow. Yeah, and he covered, cool. um. You can kind of tell in, like, the deadpan way that he, like, <laughs> delivers yeah. every line. <laughs> yeah. And he was the, the youngest um, executive sports editor at the Atlanta Journal-Constitution at 23. Ooh, and he covered uh, Marshall when the plane crashed. Mm-hmm. And also Hank Aaron's 715th home run, according to Wikipedia. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Look at you, trivia. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, Sunny is gonna help us tell the story because she will not get out of my lap. Okay. Um, oh, oh hey. <laughs> she jumped up in the middle of you telling your story, and she hasn't left yet. Oh my! Because she misses me, and I love that. Girl. She does miss you. <laughs> get to um, this summer. Yeah, <laughs> that sounded kind of a little devious. <laughs> <laughs> She's excited. Um, yeah. So we started Sugar Bakers as per mm-hmm. usual, and mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me, Julia and Suzanne's brother is coming for a visit. And he just got out of the mental uh, hospital. Uh, mm-hmm. He's had multiple breakdowns throughout his adulthood. And yeah. Suzanne just wants to tell everybody that he's been in the Peace Corps. Yeah. That's her first excuse. Yeah. Um, and uh, Julia doesn't care who knows where he's been. Like, it's fine. Also, I'd like to point out that um, his name is Clayton. And yes. Blanche's brother on the Golden Girls, oh yes, also right. named Clayton, and there yeah. was a, a topical issue about him as well. He not he was gay, and they tackled yeah. that issue. And with uh, the Sugar Baker brother, they tackle mental health issues. I thought that was interesting. That's a nice kind of yeah mirroring or whatever you call it. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yes, yeah. And uh, so once Julia says she doesn't care who knows, and Suzanne says, "Well, fine, we'll just." He was living at the circus. I'm like what? She's like no. it could be a reputable circus. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, and Mary Jo asks how long it's been since they've seen him, mm-hmm. and Julia says seven years ago in New Orleans, and he had a breakdown shortly after that. Um, and then three years ago they visit him in Chicago, and he had another breakdown. And I think they mentioned a third one that I missed. Um, so yeah. I think it's I think it's been three, but. Julia says, come to think of it, he seems to always have a breakdown right after we visit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And Suzanne says, what are you implying? And Julia says, nothing. Um, I just hope you don't do anything to shatter his nerves this time. Oh, jeez. And she says that sometimes uh, Suzanne comes on strong and sometimes Mm -hmm. her face even comes on too strong. (laughs) Yes, I love this line. And she says, excuse me for being beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. And Julia says, you know, you're always pressuring him to have a good time. And, like, mm-hmm. in Chicago, you even got into your suitcase and put on a big fashion show. And you made your dog dance for him every five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have to have all this forced gaiety. No. And Suzanne says, well, at least I'm not always bringing up his problem. And calls her Dr. Ruth Sugarbaker. <laughs> well. And says maybe he doesn't want to talk about his problems. Mm-hmm. Um. And Julia says he can't handle his problems and he drinks and he winds up in a mental hospital and that's all, you know, I don't know why you have so much trouble admitting this. Yeah. And Suzanne says, Oh, I don't know why you want to talk about it all the time. You're the one who's always saying how Southern families are proud of their eccentrics and how they always bring them out and put them on display, you know, but you can't let Clayton be a cute little eccentric. He's got to be a national poster boy for nervous breakdowns. By the time you're through, everyone in Atlanta is going to be talking about it. Hmm. And Mary Jo says, Suzanne, are you feeling all right? She's like, yeah, why? She's, You're so incredibly articulate and lucid. It's incredibly disturbing. 
And Suzanne <laughs> says, I have my moments. <laughs> oh, man. And, uh, sorry, I lost my place for a moment. Oh, and Julia says, you know, he's coming home for the first time in years. Let's not waste this chance. Let's not, yeah. you know, let him sit around and just eat bourbon balls and play canasta. And Suzanne's like, it was one bourbon ball and some <laughs> yeah. random candy dish one time. And for this, I'm too irresponsible to play hostess to my own brother. I had my and first bourbon balls when I worked at uh, the art library. Are they I good? Never, I don't like them. But no, I've you, never I'm, had you know me, I'm not really big on like liquor flavors. Uh, <laughs> liquor like they're literally things. like bourbon. Like, <laughs> oh, I would like them. Yeah, you would. You would. I'm gonna make some for you one year. You would love. Yes. Them. Uh, but uh, yeah, they're kind of intense. I think they're quite chocolatey. I think it's almost like a truffle, but like bourbon. Maybe. Oh. Bourbon truffles—that sounds amazing. Yeah. But you can't—you can get like drunk on them <laughs> if you like don't drink because it's like not cooked or anything. It's just oh, that's right. So the alcohol, alcohol wouldn't cooked out. You just yeah. soak them. Which I wonder if that's a fallacy that like it actually ev- evaporates off or not. I've oh, heard that yeah. recently that someone said like it doesn't. That is fake. Really. Yeah, I feel like huh. there's some science behind it. it's like no, like when people are like oh it just cooks out like all the time. I'm like uh, only if you like flambe shit like actually like. <laughs> You like know, set it, it on, on fire. fire. Yeah, I don't think that um, like if you like just a rum cake. Yeah. Oh, definitely <laughs> not. Rum cakes are it's just poured on there, right? Yeah. Like after it cooks. Yeah. No. If it's not cooked <laughs> at all, no. <laughs> I love. I would love for you to be just like drunk on like a rum cake. You'd be like, it cooked out. It cooked out. Like, fine. You just, you're like, and you're like just dipping the rum cake yeah, in like a glass in of the rum. rum. You're like, mm-hmm. yes. It's 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 when you cook with it, it's, you don't taste. Yeah. It. It's, we don't it's taste fine. It. Funny. Everything's fun. We used to have a um a patron. It, he was a, a regular at the theater and the bookstore. And mm-hmm. every Christmas he would bake everyone rum cakes. Mm-hmm. And they were strong. Like I think he used like an entire bottle on one cake. And it was Oof, the funnest man. thing because like none of us, we were all busy everywhere I worked during the holidays. Yeah. And so um, I think at the movie theater, Tom just, or Logan just told me to take it home. He was like, oh. we, well, you can just have it. I was like, okay, I will eat the whole thing. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but we would eat it on our breaks at the bookstore. It was great. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm sorry. Got uh-huh. no. No, no, um, no, yeah. So he, Charlene says, you know, knock it off. He's, he's pulled, he's, he's just here. Like, he's just pulled up. And yes. Julia says, be calm Behave. and subdued. Mm-hmm. And Suzanne says, you just don't ask him how that nervous breakdown's coming along. Oh, my God. And so he comes in, and uh, Julia introduces him to Charlene and Mary Jo, mm-hmm. and Suzanne gets mad because she was going to introduce him. Yes. And Julia says, well, go ahead. <laughs> She's like, well, never mind. It's not the same now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's already met oh, them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so instead, he introduces himself again to both mm-hmm. Charlene and Mary Jo. Mm-hmm. And uh, Julia says they wanted to pick him up from the airport, uh, but he likes the bus. And he says he sees it like a reentry vehicle, like the astronauts <laughs> use when they come back from outer space. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and he was, he's an hour late, but he says, you know, he messed up. He lent his watch to a guy who's not on daylight savings time. <laughs> and Charlene says, you mean there are people who think they have a choice? Mm-hmm. let's be very clear if i had a choice in daylight savings time i would not ever be losing an hour of my weekend no i think it's so strange that we still do it we aren't yes farmers. come on yeah we have electricity <clears throat> we're fine is arizona the uh, yeah arizona i don't think they do it in arizona the only place I, I think that's the only one right i think so or that i know of at least yeah 
Um, and so he's, he says that the get out, sorry, Sunny. Um, she, she just kind of dig her claws into me before jumping off. Um, Soft paws, Sunny, soft paws. So, oh yeah, he says that he lent it to a guy at what he calls the macadamia ranch. Oh God, I love that that so much. Mm -hmm. And he says that it gets kind of confusing because they have one guy who won't spring forward and another guy who won't fall back. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, Anthony is there also, which is great. And he says, mm-hmm. uh, we got lost. Anthony! I didn't do it. <laughs> uh, we got lost taking Mr. Dinelli home. And I'm like, who is that? And mm-hmm. Clayton says, just another patient. They let him out on a trial basis. He's afraid of movie stars. He doesn't know any, so I think he's going to be fine. He's not going to mm-hmm. meet any. Mm-hmm. And Anthony says, there were a few tense moments when he thought I might be Sidney Portier. Racist! <laughs> Who just had a birthday. Yes! Yes. And uh, he says, I never would have said, they call me Mr. Tibbs, if I thought he was going to get so upset. <laughs> <laughs> and so Julia offers some food, but he says he had a shrimp cocktail out of the machine at the bus oh, station. no. That sounds disgusting! That's not where you eat those from. That's not how you do that. No, no, and Mary no, Jo no. had our reaction. And she was, uh, she said, you actually ate those? I always wondered what kind of person would, no offense, she realized. (laughs) (laughs) She might offend him. Um, And he says he did debate himself about the cheese sandwich, but he thinks he made the right decision, but only time will tell. No, 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 no. You always go cheese over Shrimp cocktail in a vending machine. No, no, no. Ugh. Um, So Anthony leaves. And uh, Mary Jo is talking about how uh, Julia and Susanna have been talking about him coming and, like, nothing mm-hmm. else for hours. And Clayton says, I bet Suze wants to tell all her friends I've been out at the Alaskan pipeline somewhere so all of her friends <laughs> won't find out her brother is home from the loony bin. Yep. And he asks her how she's still uh, collecting men, pulling mm-hmm. off their wings and keeping them in jars in her I room. I love that. Yeah, I, uh, I uh, quoted that. <laughs> yes. And uh, he says he used to peek in on them at night and they were all squashed together in one of those little jars saying, please let me out. I only went out with her once at college. Please let me go. <laughs> and uh, Suzanne says that she wanted him to stay with her, but, uh, or Julia says Suzanne wanted him to stay with her, but she insisted uh-huh. that uh, he stay with her. And Suzanne said, but you can still come over and spend the night and then you can rub my neck and my back and my feet. Ugh. That's weird to me. That is weird. <laughs> yeah. And then she says that that was his and Julia's favorite thing when they were little. Yeah. Which yeah. is not the same thing at all. <laughs> Playing Tickle Monster and rubbing someone's back is not no. the same thing. No. Uh, she said they'd pounce on her when she was asleep and tickle her until she couldn't catch her breath. Um, oh. And then Julia says whenever she he's... was cute and fun to have as like a little sister. Yeah. Yeah. And then Julia says, when he's feeling up to it, she wants to help him get a job. The kind of job he deserves. Mm-hmm. And he says, thanks, but I don't think I'd want any kind of job I deserve. Oof. Besides, I kind of have something in mind myself. Mm-hmm. And Suzanne tells her to leave him alone. She doesn't know why he won't stay with her. You know, certainly not going to have any fun partying here with Nurse Ratchet. <laughs> oh, wait, what is that a reference to? Um, The... um. What is that thing called? Oh, sorry. Is it one sorry. flew over the cuckoo? 
Oh, yeah, that's what it is. That's what I thought, right? Yeah, makes, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I wanted to make sure I didn't... I get that one confused with another movie sometimes for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which I've seen, but I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen that one. Really? Yeah, this I've never wanted it's to see good. it. It's good. Oh, it's good. It's not that bad. Is it? Maybe it was... <laughs> yeah, a, no. no, maybe it's whatever I get it confused with that I never wanted to see. Yeah. And I can't think of that one at the moment. Sorry. Okay. No. <laughs> Um, so Clayton goes to sit on the couch with, uh, Charlene and Mary Jo while Suzanne and Julia are bickering Mm -hmm. and Mary Jo apologizes for their bickering (laughs) Mm -hmm. and, um, the Clayton says, it's okay. The doctor says it'll be fine if I can stay away from undue pressure and stress. (laughs) And then, uh, flash forward to like a day or so later, maybe a couple days later, and he's telling them about his friends, Bubba and Earl. Can't believe it can tell later is like you know they if he does the stand-up thing they will be prominently featured mm-hmm. and he's talking about how they all graduated from uga which the actor actually did go to uga oh and um he says oh that's who i went to uh uh italy with was oh really university of georgia yeah oh that's cool <laughs> yeah sorry um but he says he's everybody who graduated from uga is super intelligent mm-hmm and they can always figure out all the complexities of modern life. For example, driving back from Athens to Atlanta, because Athens is where UGA is. Mm-hmm. So they were yeah. at Athens at the football game, driving Isn't home there? to Atlanta one day. Yeah. And uh, ran out of gas on the interstate. They saw a sign that said, free sex with Philip, next exit. <laughs> Earl, they get off the exit. Earl says, fill it up. Finally, the guy finishes filling it up. And he says, that'll be eighteen ninety five. And Earl says, what about the free sex? And the guy says, well, first you got to play a game to be eligible. Mm-hmm. And Earl says, what kind of game? And the guy says, I'll think of a number between 1 and 10, and if you guess it, then you get free sex. And the guy says, and Earl says, okay, how about 9? And he says, no, it was 2. And Bubba says, well, let me try. How about 7? And the guy says, I just told you it was 2. <laughs> and then they get down the road a bit, and Bubba says, that was a trick. That guy can pick any number he wants. Like, it's a trick. And Earl says, no, it's yeah. not. And he says, I know it's not. My wife went there twice last week, and she won both times. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then my first line for the next scene is Mary Jo is wearing her watermelon dress. And I'm yes! Happy. <laughs> Return of the watermelon dress. Oh, Return of the watermelon dress. Return of the watermelon dress. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one. A good one to have in rotation. Hmm. And, um... Clayton is there, obviously, because they're telling jokes or whatever. And Julia yeah. says, you know, don't you have work to do? I'll be in the storeroom. And Clayton keeps going with his jokes. And he says, did y'all know they didn't discover sushi in California? They had in Alabama for years. They just had a different name for it. Bait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's kind of racist a little bit, right? <laughs> I don't know. And Charlene, uh, Mrs. Clayton in the next scene, it's like a day or so later, he's started his new job. It's his first day. Um, and Suzanne doesn't like that he's just a clerk in a music store. Uh-huh. And Julia says it's, you know, it's a perfectly respectable job. And Suzanne says that he would have been much happier doing something else. Julia says, such as? And Suzanne says, I don't know, being an attorney. And Julia says, well, maybe being an attorney would be too much pressure, especially when you haven't yeah. been to law school. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then Suzanne says, you know, he could be a golf pro at the country club. They don't do anything except sit around in those IZOD sweaters. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, we don't have to worry about him ever getting a decent job with you coaching him. Oh, Who's sure. ever going to hire somebody who writes on their job application under ment- mental illness? You bet. Oh, is that even <laughs> on a job application? That's I don't think joke. so. <laughs> That's a joke. And uh, Julia says she's always found that honesty is the best policy. And she thinks it's terribly important for him to take it slow, get a good start. You know, he's fortunate that Mr. Hayes gave him this opportunity at the music store. And Suzanne says, what's next, school patrol boy? Mm. And uh, this is when Mary Jo brings up his dream. And she says, you know, have you ever thought about Clayton being a stand-up comic? Mm-hmm. And they're like, what? And Mary Jo's like, yeah, we think he's pretty funny. And Charlene says, yeah, yeah he's got this routine he does with his friends from UGA, Bubba and Earl. They were mm-hmm. in an Auburn UBA, UGA football game. And this dog named Ugga comes out. And she can't even finish the joke. Yeah, so she's laughing to her. We never know the punchline of this joke <laughs> because Mary Jo knows the joke also, and she comes over to like help her tell it, and also loses mm-hmm. her mind laughing, nope. and we yep. never hear nope. the end of the joke. Yep. And then they finally collect themselves enough for Mary Jo to say, "Did he tell you that one?" Suzanne <laughs> Julie at the same time say, "No, no." And Charlene was talking about the talent show at the the mental hospital and how he won. Mm-hmm. And Mary Jo asks if he told them that, and they both say, "No," again. Mm-hmm. And Charlene's like, you know, he's got to be good. It's not easy to crack those people up. Oh, man. And then Anthony comes in and asks if they're talking about Clayton and says yes. um, that he should just chuck everything and go for it and be a stand-up comic. You know, comic. It's his lifelong dream. He's not getting any younger. And Suzanne says, who said it was his lifelong dream? And Anthony tells her, you know, he did. Did he not tell you this? And they yeah. say, no, together again. Yeah. And uh, they tell him, well, you know, he used to practice his routines in the basement all the time. Like, didn't you know that? You nope. lived in the same house. Nope. And Julia says, well, he was down there a lot. We just thought he was digging. Yeah. Digging? Mm-hmm. Digging where? A tunnel. A tunnel out? Yeah. <laughs> um, this also makes me wonder, like, do they have an actual, like, dirt floor basement? <laughs> like, what is this? Yeah, usually yeah. there's, like, concrete or something down there. Yeah. I'm going to dig through that. I don't know. He's pulling a um, Shawshank Redemption or something. <laughs> and so uh, a little while later, he comes in and he got fired. Yeah. And he's only been on the job three and a half hours. Yeah. And they ask why he got fired. And he says, well, they got sick and tired of hearing him play Louie Louie on the organ. Jeez. And then Julie is upset because she's like, well, didn't you like get a warning or something? Like, they can't just fire you for that. Mm-hmm. And he says, no, I got a warning, and I stopped, but a while later I was filling out paperwork, and I started singing it, and Mr. Hayes thought that was being smart, and so he fired me. Yeah. And Mary Jo points out she doesn't think that's fair, and Charlene says, yeah, it's a free country. You can sing Louie Louie anywhere you want. Mm. And um, he sa- he thanks them for all their support, but he doesn't think all of this is going to work out. He's just going to get mm. his things and go. And Julie wants to know where he's going, and he says, I don't know, I'll send you a postcard. And she's like, but you're, and he interrupts her and says, nuts, so is everyone else, I just got caught. Ah, oh, I love that. And so he leaves. true. Yeah. And later at the bus station, he's sitting there eating another shrimp cocktail out of yeah. the machine. Why this happened? Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> and Mary Jo, Charlene, and Anthony all file in. And she asks him, is he waiting on a bus? And he says, yep, waiting on a bus. Excuse me. And there's this guy circling around him, around them, just like pacing. And he says, that guy's nuts. And he's like, you know, we can spot each other. Man, I hope he's not getting ready to do a mating call. 
<laughs> oh man. And Charlene brings up the shrimp cocktail and says she can't believe mm. he's can't believe he's eating another one, like pressing mm-hmm. his luck. And he said, Yeah, and this one kinda tastes a bit older than the last one. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. Uh but he decided he's going to California. And Charlene gets excited and asks him, is he going to Hollywood? And he says, no, Anaheim. I've got a friend from Vietnam who lives a mile away from Disney. And there's an opening on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. And he really wants to do the comedy thing. But in the meantime, he's got to eat. And he said, if things get bad, I can just throw myself in front of the Tomorrowland train. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And Mary Jo says that Julie and Suzanne are really upset. You know, they've been looking everywhere for you. And... She doesn't think that they realize how serious that Clayton is about this comedy thing. You know, I don't yeah. think Julie would have forced the music store job on you if she'd have realized how important this was to you. Yeah. And Anthony says, yeah, they feel really terrible. You know, you can't just leave them like this. You're their brother. And he says, half brother. So what yeah. happened was mm-hmm. their dad married. Yeah. Um, Julie and Suzanne's mom. And they had mm-hmm. Julia. And then he divorced her. And he met Clayton's mom. They had him. Then he divorced her and then married Julie and Suzanne's mom again and had Suzanne. Yeah. That's a, that's a story. <laughs> that's, that's really interesting. Yeah. And Charlene asks um, about his mom and what her name was. And Clayton says, Dee Dee, she was a rocket and she's dead now. I guess that makes her a dead rocket. Hmm. And he's like, you know, it's really obvious dad was out for a one night stand and he got caught and Mm. you know just was stuck and then he says you know we're all gonna die but despite that we continue to buy homes get new clothes and take medicine and anthony's like man you're really you're cheering us up here yeah existential (laughs) yeah and he asks anthony didn't you know you were terminal and mary joe says you know it's late we're tired it's cold you can sit around the bus station feeling sorry for yourself or you can get in the car with us and for once in your life stand up to your sister's Tell him it's your life, and if you want to go up in flames on the Johnny Carson show, which is an inside joke because he actually was on the Johnny Carson show, the actor. Mm. I saw that on Wikipedia. Um, really? It isn't That's cool. Any- yeah. She says, it isn't anybody's business but your own, but at least be a man about it, and don't slink out of town with your tail between your legs. Damn. And she says, sorry to be so blunt, but I'm paying a babysitter by the hour. I know, I love that. I was like, oh, <laughs> man. And then and she explained it. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. And then she grabs his bag and they go back to Suzanne's and Julia is upset because she can't believe that he'd go to California without telling them. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I just wanted to do what I wanted to do for a change. And yeah. Julia's like, but that's all you've been doing your entire life. And he's no, I haven't. I've been hiding out, afraid of trying what I want to do, afraid of failing. But I found yeah. that once you fail at everything, nothing, there's nothing to be afraid of anymore. I mean, he ain't wrong. He is not wrong. Yeah. Some wise words. Yeah. And he said, you know, the people at the mental hospital thought he was quite amusing, and Mary Jo and Charlene and Anthony all like him. Mm-hmm. And um, he says, see, you should always give your employees a mental health test. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so Suzanne asks about where he's going to do this act, and he's like, well, I got to practice, and I can practice here, I can practice there in California. Mm-hmm. And Suzanne says, you mean you're going to be using our name and go out there and talk about being in a mental hospital and all that? Yeah. And he's like, you two just can't quit, can you? Like, you're always going to be, like, Julia's always going to be playing big sister, taking responsibility for my life. Suzanne is never going to quit pretending that there's nothing wrong with me. 
And then the emotional music starts playing. Of course, we know it's coming. So we can have a moment. Mm-hmm. And Suzanne says that they just want to do what's right for him. And he says, then just love me. That's all I've ever wanted. For real, like, y'all. Yeah. And Julia says, we do love you. You know, we love you more than anything. And he says, you know, I've just, like, I've never felt it. I've always felt like the mongrel dad brought home. And I never fit in with y'all. And Julia says, that's not true. And he says, yes, it is. Dad and Perky never loved me the way they loved you too. And Julia says, I guess we've just been trying too hard over the years to make that up to you. And he said, you know, when I was in the hospital, I took out both of your pictures and put them in my dresser. And people would come by and say, which one of them is your girlfriend? Yeah. And Suzanne says, and you'd say me? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Too much. Weird. Too much. Um, and Clay oh, says, man. No, I'd say, Hey, man, those aren't my girlfriends. Those are my sisters. Oh, and the, the way they like look down and they have their little yeah. happy faces. So cute. So cute. Um, yeah. He'd say, And then I'd say, My girlfriend's a lot better looking than that. <laughs> yes. And Suzanne mm-hmm. says, You know, you are kind of funny. And um, <laughs> Julia says, Maybe we've just been so worried about you, we didn't have time to notice. Mm-hmm. And she says, and frankly, I think you're a little too bizarre for Disneyland. Suzanne says that. Well, and he's so cute looking down at his hands. Like, he can't even mm-hmm. look him in the face. And he's like, I love you. Aww. You know that. You're all I've ever had. He's like, oh. Or he says, you're all I have. And Julia yeah. says, we love you too. And Suzanne says, we just want you to be happy. And Julia says, that's right. God knows it's your turn. Yeah. And then we cut to his stand-up show. And- oh, jeez, that show. <laughs> Julia and Suzanne Woo! and Mary Jo and Anthony and Charlene all came to support him. Yeah. And he's talking about all his failed relationships. And he uses mm-hmm. his ex-wife as an example and says she ran off with his best friend, caused him to have a nervous breakdown. And then he says, I still miss that guy, too. <laughs> <laughs> Not the wife, his friend. Yeah, um, yeah, of course. And then he says, speaking of women, my two sisters are here tonight. They're Southern Bells, Blue Bloods, Piedmont Driving Club type gals. That one's a junior leaguer. Know why junior leaguers don't like group sex? Mm. All those thank you notes after I can't. I cannot handle. I took. I wonder if they didn't know he was going to say that. Because, yeah. like, the reactions. Their reactions. Yeah, I'm a young again. Their reactions seemed pretty legit. I took yeah. a picture of their reactions and put it on Twitter. Because I was like, <laughs> yes. this is hilarious. And uh, then he says he always liked being a southerner. People are always making fun of the way Southerners speak, but he says their lang- the, our language is nuanced and it's functional. In the South, you can take a word and change it just a little and make it mean something altogether different. Mm-hmm. For example, naked comes to mind. Sometimes <laughs> in the South, naked doesn't tell the, the whole story, and we say naked, N-E-K-K-I-D. They're yeah. vastly different. Naked means you got no clothes on. Naked mm-hmm. means you ain't got no clothes on and you're up to something. <laughs> <laughs> so I like good. that one a lot. <laughs> yeah. And he says that he's been in some of the finest mental institutions in this country and he's had the best analysis money could pay for. And mm-hmm. after some introspection, he's come up with a philosophy of life. He says, if you don't take away anything else from this, remember one thing Clayton Sugarbaker told you life is like a dog sled team. If you ain't the lead dog, the scenery never changes. Yeah. And they go out on a laugh. But also, like... Like, that's real. That's real. (laughs) Accurate (laughs) statement. Yeah. He knows what he's saying. Yep. Did you like this episode? Yeah, I'm glad that they they cast a... God, I gotta stop yelling. I'm glad that they cast... It's gonna be different, like, when you're in the same room with me. For some reason, I'm trying to yell (laughs) in North Carolina. 
I don't know why. All the way North Carolina. Just let you know. Um, I liked. I never. I didn't look up that he was a stand-up comic. I, I'm really glad that they. I think he was a good casting choice. Mm-hmm. Um, it made it like a lot more fun, and he was able. And it's not the the subject matter is not easy to always navigate. Yeah. So I appreciate that someone could kind of, yeah, uh, really tackle it. So yeah, did you like this episode? I did. I really yeah. enjoyed it. I, again, it's like they're they're tackling something topical, but it's uh-huh. still funny. It's not super lighthearted, but uh-huh. it's funny enough. Yeah, and it's got heart. I mean, they all got heart. Yeah, and I think it it was interesting to have. Um, this be part of the Sugar Baker Sisters, like, storyline, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Did you have a favorite outfit? I did. I hope we don't have the same one. <laughs> we probably do. We, we probably do. Uh, but I was, I actually took notes while I was taking the, while I was watching the episode, because I was like, oh, mm-hmm. this is my favorite outfit. Oh, um, good. Wow. It's uh, Mary Jo's teal dress. You ass! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, me too. With the yeah, with the with purple the and blue plaid sweater scarf thing with yeah. a giant ass brooch holding it together. It's like she's a damn like little draped. Scottish princess or something. Yes. Because well I laughed about it because they always have like the these like scarves and whatever just mm-hmm. kind of randomly pinned with brooches, but this time I was like, "All right, I can get behind this." Yeah. I don't know why cuz it's a very good plaid too. Mhm. Yeah, I'm I like that plaid right now. Are yeah. you? Yeah. I'm wearing my different world shirt that you bought me. Oh, cuties. I wore that to work today. Oh, that's nice. So, yeah, we'll post a picture of our favorite outfit. <laughs> <laughs> I have a good picture. I can actually send it to you. Oh, I have please a good do. picture of Let me just, like, text it to you right now. I have a pretty funny one of it with, um, uh, that's her and Charlene, like, laughing. Aw. And I thought it was kind of cute, so I'm going to send you that one because maybe that'll be. Please do. Uh, I will put it in the show notes. I mean, if you find a better one that you like, or if you took a better screen I'm cap, sure you can I won't. too. I haven't I taken a screen cap. Yours is perfect. Well, because I, you know, that's why I try to like do the the live tweeting because it gets me to like really quote and um, screen cap things in mm-hmm. the episode, basically, and pay attention to it. Although I still miss things because I'm just like that, I guess. <laughs> um, we didn't have anything like plug or whatever this week or no, emails we have to address so. or whatever. Okay, just making sure I didn't miss anything. Yeah. I guess that's our episode then. That's our episode. Find us on the internets, all the places, yeah. the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, Pinterest, iTunes. If you like us, please take a moment to rate and review us on the iTunes. It helps. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll uh, talk to you again next week. Bye. Bye. Oh, okay. I said, is it National Margarita Bye Day? Because I'd be all about that holiday. <laughs> I don't get it. Who is that a person? That's the real, the hot Italian actress.